Back at shop is recording now and playing on three. One, two, and three. I wasn't gonna do this one, but I decided I, I, I need to. New music. These are the confessions of a band geek. Time to get personal. If I could, I'd probably do things differently. Uh. These are the confessions of a band geek Reminiscing, thinking how I got to where I'm at Throat back before I even learned how to rap Tell my story kinda sorta like my diary These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could, I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week These are the confessions of a band geek Fifth grade, I remember it like yesterday I saw the band and decided I wanted to play I tried the trombone and the sax, but that wasn't fun I always had rhythm, so I wanted to play the drums But ain't nothing happening, I guess it was too late I decided I ain't want to play them anyway Then the director told... You can lie Then the director told me give the coronet a try Handed it to me and told me to try to make a sound Watching the hands to make sure I had the form down Couple people staring so I'm not trying to look stupid now Played it so loud I had everyone looking around From that moment I decided it was all Fifth and sixth grade passed I was still going strong Seventh grade my folks were glad I was serious about something Moms took me up to Sadler's and bought me my own trumpet <laughs> For real Before I even learned how to rap Tell my story kinda sorta like my diary These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week Um, 8th grade at Waldo, everything switched That's when I met Mr. Conrad and Mr. Tripp New beginnings, never seen nothing like this Private school to public school, I had to get a grip Met a gang of homies that I loved like my brothers Straight clowning up in class, couldn't tell us nothing Walked to school every day with Louis Otero Was taken way too soon, we'll see you again though Freshman year at East High, man it flew by Still all up in my shell, I was super shy Was cool with all the jocks cause my brother hooped My cousins Trees and Ann had me plugged with all the ladies too Sophomore year, it felt like heavy pep band Playing in the stands, drunk off 211 At the games, me and Vernon used to wild out And all my fellow band geeks know what I'm talking about Straight up <laughs> Before I even learned how to rap These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could, I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week. The year was when I started skipping class. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Already? That's why you gotta get them off Just, early. Yeah, sit, them, sip it up. So yeah, when we yeah, mess yeah, up, sure, it's a community sure, sip. Sure, sure, mm. sure. Mm. All right, let's try that again. The most motivated morning show in the world is live on a Saturday. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 9.03 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we have... Oh. I, ooh. I used to Saxon, good morning. Michelle Gums, good morning. Maria Chirito, good morning. Um, here's the thing. Look, we have a special guest today. We have an artist. We have a creative. We have a brother 
and we also have a dedicated member of the hip-hop community. And that trail of superlatives, that's the word of the day, superlatives. Let people know the word of the day when you get a chance, Monica. That trail of superlatives can lead to only one man, and that's Justin Wise. Yeah, word up. Highest low, we in the building. Well, I think that was a quite illustrious uh, intro, and I appreciate it. Um, I am the rapper guy. My name is Justin Wise. Um, I am part of a hip-hop duo called Highest Low. We have been doing music uh, nationally and internationally for the last 12 years um, while maintaining our regular lives at the same time. Um, and I am here to talk to you about many things. All right. All right. Very good. Uh, Bianca Camargo, good morning to you. So. Uh, now you got a new project dropping, which we will get to as well. Uh, but for those who are unfamiliar, let us know uh, the, the genesis of Highest Low, who's in the group, mm. and uh, local stuff or uh, you know recent things with the group. So uh, we began as a group uh, when I was in high school. Um, I might have met Cruz my sophomore year. He might have been a junior. A friend of mine was like, "Hey, I got this. I got this Mexican kid. You got to battle him." And I was like, <laughs> "All right." I was like, "All right, cool." And we battled each other, and I'm not gonna say who won or lost, but it was a mutual respect there. Right. And um, you know, with that, I was like, "Hey, man, we should do something. Like, we should we should work. We should definitely do some work <laughs> yeah. with each other." And uh, we ended up, you know, doing a couple of mixtapes. Um, a lot of it initially, we were just rapping on Little Brother instrumentals, MF Doom instrumentals, and rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, MF Doom for sure. Um, and you know, just figuring it out, and you know, all these years later, we're putting out solo projects back to back. Uh, we're just staying engaged, and you know, we started so young that we're still pretty young, you know, which right. is which is nice. Um, but yeah, we're just trying to grow and evolve in the space of music, and um, a lot of times, you know, our music has been more traditional hip hop, okay, traditional boom bap, traditional, right. you know, underground hip hop music where it's very about lyrics and, and cadences and things like that. And this project that I'm doing is a little bit of a departure from that. Okay. Interesting. So yours is a departure from that. And it seems like Cruz's recent project, the 94 tape, was kind of a go back to that exactly. kind of thing. Um, so that kind of, I, I think for the listeners, that'll definitely show a, uh, a, a different style, flexibility exactly. range of you guys, like an actor. Exactly. You know, Tom Cruise. I mean, you know, is he Top Gun? Or is he um, Jerry Maguire? Report. Oh, Minority Report. Good movie. That's a slept on movie. Actually. Oh, snap, that Minority is. Minority Report is slept um, All right. Cruz is here in the chat. Good morning to you, Cruz. Bianca Camargo, good morning. GMA, happy Saturday. Laurel Bates Gilbert, good morning to you. And Victoria Hyla Maldonado, great author and friend of the show. Good morning to everybody. Um, where did the name Highest Low come from? So initially we went under the guise of the architects. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, architects. this is when we were in high school. You know, we were selling CDs at Kiss the Sky and Batavia under this name. And we were just trying to figure it out, like doing things in an independent way. Um, but we had got to get with, with Maker, who's a, a producer from the area who's done a lot of incredible things. I mean, he's done tours. He's had Shout out you to know, Maker. a lot of accolades and somebody we really respected since we were younger. And I was like, what are we going to call the project? And at first I was like, we should call it the highest low. Like, And that's what we're going to call the project. And then, I, and then I kept looking at the name, The Architects, and I was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. Um, and I tried to like make it about something I was just thinking about, like trying to make the highest quality of hip hop music at a time. I felt like it was a low point, you know, in the music, which it necessarily wasn't. Right. I was just, you know, so oh, it ain't real hip hop at the time. That that's just how, where my mind was at, and which is a little bit removed from that now. But yeah, I mean, it, and then people always make jokes like I'm tall and he's short. Shorter than me. the highest low. Yeah, oh, shorter yeah, than me. Uh, he's not <laughs> short, but it's it's a funny thing. But uh, I think it sounds pretty dope, and I think it's also a nod to low end theory. Yes, um, so, a, another great group. Yeah, so the low end, or uh, excuse me, tri tribe called Quest, Quest, which is probably the group yeah. that I feel like you know we're most inspired by. Is probably tribe called Quest. 
Tribe Called Quest. Um, Shouts out to them. Tribe Called Quest takes me back to a lot of memories of being young, like when that album dropped and everything, everything on it, butter, just the beats, yes. like uh, the rhymes. And the, it's so one of the things, one of the elements of hip hop that I really like the most is the delivery. I respect the delivery. You know what I'm saying? How you flow on the track. Um, I think that's one of the key elements in hip hop. Um, but we'll, we'll get to all those elements uh, here in the show. The time is 909. Where are you born and raised? So I was born in LaGrange Hospital. I was born right LaGrange Memorial Hospital. <laughs> um, but, you know, my family didn't want to take me to the hospital on the south side. My family, we are from, you know, the Brainerd Park neighborhood of Chicago. Okay. Um, which is like, you know, specifically my grandmother's house was on 80th and Bishop. Okay. Um, but then, you know, we did a little bit of moving around, ended up in Aurora. Okay. Because um, my parents decided maybe we wasn't going to get raised on the south side, me and my brother. So that was good. But, you know, I still still kept in touch with my roots there quite a bit. But, um, you know, I, I came to Aurora when I was in late in elementary school and I pretty much grew up here. And it was a culture shock to me mm-hmm. because the when I thought of suburbs, I thought suburbs, right? You thinking like Downers Grove, Woodridge, yeah. you know, we, we, yeah. <laughs> we'll um, And you come here, and you're like, damn, there's some culture here, right? It's, and it's different cultures here, and you know, I got to learn a lot about you know the Latino community here mm-hmm. um, that I didn't know and I wasn't exposed to. So I got to learn a lot about you know, different races being around each other. Yeah. You know, are mm-hmm. all around each other. Like, because even, and I went to West Aurora High School, it was kids from Sugar Grove that went there. Right. But then it was kids that lived in the projects that went there. Right. So it was just an interesting dynamic. Um, but, you know, I always appreciated growing up here because it, it gave you multiple sides of life. Like, you might know somebody that was very well-to-do. You might know somebody that didn't have it. You might not even know. You know, you might not even be aware of how those people's situations were because sometimes they wanted to tell you, sometimes they didn't. You know, some people were, you know, very well off and acted like they were so, mm-hmm. you know, rah rah. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, like, you, gotta, so, you live in Stone Ridge. Like, like, we, we know about you. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to come hang over here where you shouldn't be yeah. hanging out. At, Don't you go to a private school? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I know. You, I'm going to start. I was going to start quoting the eight mile lyrics. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another parents, good. parents got a real good marriage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Aurora, I feel like, gives us a diversity in thought. Like, it's it's not one thing. It's not one place. That's a good way to put it. It's not. I feel like when we were younger, the uh, I feel like they wanted to pass off Aurora as Naperville. Like, they wanted to be like, oh, it's Aurora, you know? But, I mean, it was very different. It was more working class. It was more... Um, People were more friendly. People were more w- would say hello to you, right? You know, yeah. When you walk by them in the street and things like that, and I appreciate that. Yeah, um, that's the the culture shock aspect that you mentioned is uh, is very interesting. Musically, one of the things that I've learned after being different places and going and traveling, everything is like I've been exposed to different music genres and artists that I never would have heard of. Unless I met person X and they was playing that tape, you know, back when there was tapes and all that. Um, And you're like, wow, let me borrow that tape. Please. You know, then you go home and dub it and then now you got it and you take it elsewhere. That's how music and culture um, spreads and everything. I had um, my brother, I got a tape CD player when we were young. Mm -hmm. And I I remember the first two albums he had got were hilarious too. He had got a Big Willie style CD. Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) He had got Big Willie style on CD, and then he had got uh, Feel So Good by Mace, a single on tape. Oh, wow. And uh, I remember, man, we got this. How are we going to get the CD? So I remember DMX first came out. I borrowed the CD from my cousin. I dubbed it from the CD to a tape mm-hmm. and gave it back to him. And I kept doing that for every everything with for like diggable planets from like all the old Wu Tang. Like I was just borrowing it from people that I knew or from getting it from the library. So, right. And just dubbing it onto a tape. Now when you uh, so let's let's go to the let's go to you 
and starting to learn Justin Wise because you you that's your name when you perform. So my my rap name is really Just Wise, but Just sometimes Wise, right? I'll go by Justin Wise. But like my last name is not Wise. Wise was just like a nickname. That it's guy. not. What no, the? no, 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 no. That's not my. Oh that's my. That's not my real last name. Oh, no, no, no. brother, you done done it. You did a damn thing. <laughs> <I didn't even laughs> How successful! <laughs> I had you rebrand. I put it everywhere. Like, yo, yeah. Justin Wise. Who is Justin? Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now my last name is actually Lovett. Shout out to the Lovitts out there. Word but, up. Word uh, up. Like I said, my family's not really from here. We all were, you know, originally from the South Side. So mm -hmm. I didn't. Only other places I really have family. Like I got family in Texas, but that's about it that I know of. Okay. But, um, but yeah, all my family was from there. So when I came here, I felt like everybody had a cousin here. Mm -hmm. Everybody had a cousin here. Everybody had an auntie here. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. Y'all, y'all whole family from here. Right. Like, and you know, generations, you know, of people uh, that have been in, been here in, in the city. So, but I always, I, th I feel like a lot of my, my friends' families from around here treated me like family. Okay. You know? And I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, your rap name is Just Wise. You Just go by Wise. that. Yes. When did you become Just Wise? Where did that? When, when was the genesis of Just Wise? Was it? Was you in the bathroom mirror one day? I don't know if anybody else does this. You got no, the toothpaste and that's the mic. Like yo, no, it um, was an air mic. It, it wasn't. The, it was just. It was just. You know. Yeah. Just that. Just <laughs> like air guitar. Yeah. Like just going like that, rapping in the in the mirror. But it was. Yeah, the, the first few rap names I tried to come up with are hilarious, by the way. But um, let us know what the first few rap um, names were. I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all in on this because it was hilarious. I was like, so growing up, me, my dad, and my brother, uh, we would watch kung fu movies together like every weekend. We watch like the old kung fu flicks, and we'd just rent them. And uh, I was like, man, I want to be dragon. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I thought it was funny because you know I was always about like all the mad kung fu, mad anime, mm -hmm. mad like video game, Japanese video games specifically. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was cool, but I was mad corny. I was like, no. Dragon. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, that's that's not it. And Thank it you like, for not going by yeah, the rap name Dragon. Know, I appreciate right? that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, we got Dragon Man. on the show. Make, you know what? Make a cool name for like a car, maybe. Right. <laughs> like. It'd be a cool car. Mitsubishi like a, dragon. dragon. Okay, I'm going to cop that. Right. Okay, well, this got a V8. Okay, I'm copying the dragon. <laughs> it's electric. Okay, yeah. But um, it was just a bad choice. But I thought about it probably more when I was in, like, middle school. See, middle school is kind of where I started rapping. I started, like, battling people <laughs> in the middle school that they were also rapping. And uh, I just was like, you know, Wise. I thought Wise sounded cool. And also, I was really about, um, like, I don't know if you know about, like, 5% stuff from, like, New York. Where oh, it's, yeah, of you course. Know, peace to the gods the and gods the earth. Earth's. And yeah, all of, of that, course. That, and all of that. And I was into that for a period of time because I was so into, like, Rockham and Wu-Tang Clan. And I was like, ooh, justice, wisdom, just wise. And I was like, all right, cool. That sounds dope. And I kind of went with that. But, um, yeah, that's kind of, it's, it's been it ever since. But a lot of people just, you know, I always felt like I wanted to use Justin because mm -hmm. I always felt like I had to represent for the black Justins out there, you know. Yeah, it's not a we yeah, it's not a black name. Yeah, no. And no. it's funny. I got a homie from the city. Uh, my boy, <laughs> Will. Black he, he's a black Justin too. And every time I say, "Hey, black Justin, so we out here, we represent <laughs> the dark skin black Justin." There's plenty of light skin black Justin. Right. Dark skin black Justin, so we out here. Um. So, <laughs> what are the, in your opinion, what are the elements of hip hop? You can't have hip hop without what? Breakdancing, DJing, graffiti, and MCing. Okay. And, uh, and of course, oh, I'm missing one. Breakdance. Did I say breakdancing? Yeah, you said breakdancing. Yeah. Okay, but. Breakdancing, MCing, DJing, graffiti. It's supposed to be five elements, though. I'm tweaking hard. Somebody put that in the chat for us if you want Dang. to. The time is 918. I'm sure. It's the latte's fault. It's the chai latte. <laughs> don't, don't blame me if I forgot it. Don't blame me, okay? I'm super hip-hop. Don't trip. Um, <laughs> now, um, so those are the uh, those are the elements of hip-hop. Did you dabble 
in any of the other ones? Have do you know? Do you got tag skill? Um, yeah. Were you break dancing at all? You kind of a big brother, so like, uh, you know, I don't I know. Was if you... not break dancing. Okay. I was probably a little more slender because I hooped, but like no, I was not break dancing. <laughs> I, uh, I did like kind of work on my uh, just my pen form. You know, okay. I, I would try to do a little graffiti in my in between classes, kind of you know scribbling things down on paper. But I never was you know went to go out doing graffiti. Right. Um, I feel like you know what I was actually going to mention and. The, the real other element of hip-hop is the producer. That's that's the most underrated element of hip-hop that's not really represented correctly. I've been good at rapping a long time, right? I mean, you know, to, at least I think so. <laughs> <laughs> we all think we've been good at rapping a long time. The, if I never had a dope producer, I would have never been able to do anything because Every time I sit to write something, the beat is telling me everything. It's like you you hear a beat, it's like you just all the words start coming to right. you like the Matrix code. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. But if there's no feeling there and there's no emotion in, in the music, then you won't be able to write anything of any importance. Now, Maker was the producer of this one. No, of, of my project, it is going to be my friend uh, Matt Audio Dope. Shout out to Matt Audio Dope. He actually just dropped a project this week for the end of uh, Filipino American History Month, um, and it's very, you know, Filipino in a lot of ways, and I respect it a lot because a lot of my friends are Filipino, and I like to see their people be represented correctly. Um, so. But I was I was definitely happy to be a part of that. But he's a he's a young producer from Chicago as well that um, works at a studio called Classic Studio. Okay. Uh, um, Classic Studio right now is on fire. I mean, like they've done in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago okay. they've done. They did Scissors record, like producing and mixing, like work on there. They did a lot of work for Chances uh, coloring book. So they got Grammys, you know, right. on the wall when you walk in there, like Grammy plaques. You're like, oh. I gotta do some work today. <laughs> I gotta, yeah, I gotta put what? up some. Don't I gotta put up some jump shots in here yeah. today. <laughs> but he's gotta a, get busy, you know. But he's an engineer there, but he's also a beat maker, a okay. producer. And for this project, he did all the the beats. He per, he did all the engineering. He did the mixing and the mastering. And to have that all in like one location, like was powerful for me. It was nice. very important. Um, now that wasn't your first time being in a. In a studio, no, you, no you've no. been acclimated to the studio experience for uh, so for many years, right? The first time I went to a studio, actually, hilariously enough, was in middle school. We had a a, a talent, a school talent CD. <laughs> and, oh, and the, my music teacher, Mr. Lambert. Shout out to Mr. Lambert. I believe he is still teaching music at Jewel Middle School. Is that North right? Yes, oh, my little reach out to Mr. Doctor, you know, teacher uh, Kenneth Lambert. He's a great teacher. Shout out to him. Um, he let me use the little studio they had in, in the in the school, Bad. and I recorded a rap song, and I just didn't cuss. I'm like, all right, let me just not cuss. All right, I probably I think I messed up on the song and kept it anyway. Like okay. just one little part, and I, that just makes me laugh to be like, because now like I'm such a like picky person in the studio like to think that the first song I was just like uh let it ride <laughs> well, what does being picky in the studio mean what do you mean by that for me like I feel like a scientist when I go in the studio I feel like I'm not you know I'm gonna rap and I'm gonna like try to come up with melodies and I'm gonna like try to get my verse completely I don't go to the studio without having everything ready first like I'm, I'm everything is written I don't go in there and be like hold on, I need 15 minutes. Like, I don't do that. Right. So I go there, I'm prepared, but, like, it's one thing to have a verse. It's another thing to have the performance of the verse up to snuff. You know, like, you're performing something. Like, people think, people would think, oh, it's just a rap song, and he's just going to say some, like, 16 bars, and it's going to be what it is. But, like, where do I punch? What do I punch back in? How do I deliver this part? Where's my voice going? Right. Um... Should I just try to run this all the way through? Should I do stacks on top of this verse? What does this sound like if we maybe bring out, take out the drums right here? Or, or you know, maybe we could have somebody play keys right here. Or we could, you know, it turns into a production. It right. turns into, like, producing. It's like knitting a quilt. Yeah, it's like, you know what it's I'm like saying? a puzzle. It's like a puzzle, like a lot, like a puzzle. And that's probably why I fell in love with it, because I'm just a nerd. And I like 
puzzles and like figuring out how to make something sound right is like yeah it's my favorite thing to do the time is now 9 23 a.m and you are listening to and watching good morning aurora second largest city's first daily news podcast we are here with just wise of the highest low he's got a project coming out which we are going to tell you a little bit more about after uh, a little commercial break from monica and some news Good morning, everyone. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all our content. content. There, there you will. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> what is going on with us today? Good morning, everyone. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. I'll be sharing that link with you all. Today, Saturday, October 30th, the Alive Center is hosting a pet parade from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. I'm pretty sure you can still find some tickets on the Facebook page. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, there will be trick-or-treating from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Awesome. And then the GAR Museum is also having some great activities for all of y'all to enjoy. Some trick-or-treating, some the absolute best show will be at GAR. So see y'all there. All right, all right, all right. So um, back to our interview here with Just Wise. So tell me about Delusions of Grandeur. November 5th. So, it's a collection of eight songs. Okay. Um, it's very much up to date with, you know, how beats are done, you know, how... I mean, there's still a couple of songs where I kind of go the old school route and where I still, you know, incorporate some boom bap. Um, but it's very much trap style beats with heavy bass. The cadences are very much, you know, of modern cadences. You know, I, I do use a little auto tune. I do um I I do use a lot of cussing on this oh, project. Snap. All right. I mean, but like not not just for nothing, just because that's how I felt. Right. You know what I mean? And I felt I feel like, you know, I'm thirty two, you know, I've done music a long time. I've I've seen music change a lot since I started making it. Then like I respect a lot more people than just, you know, Nas and Big Daddy Kane and of Rock course. You know, I love as much as I do love and respect them, you know, I don't I listen to a lot of different music. I listen to, you know, Isaiah Rashad, which is somebody who does, you know, more more uh just different things with the music. You know, I, I listen to Young Thug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to listen to uh you know, I listen to a lot of different people. I listen to Drake. I listen to a lot of different people that are you know mainstream artists, right? But uh, I did want to do my own style of it. I, I still wanted to speak to the things. Your I own rendition to, of you know, my okay. own my own rendition of that, and I still wanted to speak to some things. There's a lot of braggadocious things on there, um, and that's part of why it's called delusions of grandeur. Because sometimes people in their mind they're like so much further than they are, like in actuality in life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think um, I feel like in music, I'm saying it from a cocky aspect of being like, people is not really messing with this. They got delusions of grandeur. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying also like the idea that we can um, look at life and like feel like flexing, which I'm doing a lot on the project as well. Yeah. Like flexing is like, this thing that separates us from other people, that's a delusion of grandeur. You can have, I was re- reading a study, it said that if you make $60,000 a year, you can't really, if you make any more money than that, you can't really have more happiness than that. That's like the, the median level of happiness. Interesting. Of based on income is $60,000 a year. And I thought to myself about that. I'm like, I mean, when I was making ten dollars an hour, I wasn't very happy. Right, <laughs> you know right. What I, mean? I wasn't very happy. I was very like, and that's when I felt like I was making music to get on. And that's another 
reason I call the the project Delusions of Grandeur because I realize I'm no longer making music just because I'm oh, I gotta get on. I'm making twelve dollars an hour. I messed up out here. Right. Like right. Uh, I'm trying to highlight Jay Z yeah, and yeah, all I'm that. Trying to, who, who gonna put me on? Yeah. Like now that you know my professional life, I found stability in, in my in my personal life. I found stability, you know, in my adulthood. I feel like now I'm just making music. I'm just having fun, you know. You um so to that point, uh, I think that a lot of people, even if they are making the sixty thousand or or more or less, whatever, even if they have talents, a lot of people are just not happy yeah. with themselves. Yeah, and they're not comfortable with who they are as an individual. So even if you've got the best bars, even if the Mercedes is new, even if the crib is plush, they still won't be happy. If you're not, if it's not here, you got to know what makes you happy. Exactly. You to, and I have this theory. I know I'm not a very, I don't want to get political or religious. Oh, or go ahead, bro. I mean, well, this, I'm not, the I'm, time is 929. I'm, I'm not a religious person, right? I, I didn't grow up in the church. And mm-hmm. um, I grew up, you know, in a very like, philosophical home you know what I mean I grew up my mother at one point worked for an encyclopedia company Britannica for a short period of time we had all of these encyclopedias in the house and me and my brother and my dad would watch Jeopardy and play chess love that show oh so the idea I always look at life in phases like I know I'm gonna go that's the first step of realizing what to do with your life. Like, I'm not going to be here forever and I don't know what happens next. If there's another life, that would be great. Right. <laughs> I'll take it. Right. Please? Yes. But right. if there's not, I'm looking at, you know, every, I feel like every three years, our life completely resets. Like, that's a good point. You know, a, a lot of the things that we thought from before, we have to be able to, like, get rid of it. You know, we have to be able to relearn and unlearn and like be the able only to constant change. in life is change. change. If you can't change, if you can't adapt, if you can't take three years of new information and make the proper adjustments, you're never going to be happy. You're always going to be stagnant because I was unhappy and stagnant. So I know what that feels like. Right. Um, yeah. People, many people have always said, you know, oh, you know, such, you know, this thing happened to me. and was a life changing moment. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, if you're living life how you should be living, you should probably have a bunch of life changing moments. Like you should, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a, if it is a three year interval, yeah. or what, whenever it is, yeah, whatever it is. Like your life should, you should be having penny drop, egg crack, yeah, upside down moments all the time. That's the only way you're gonna um, make it. Here's the thing. Now let's let's kind of stick on the uh, philosophical nature that we're on. What is hip hop with no philosophy? Isn't isn't that a tenant of it almost? It's not one of the elements that we just talked right. about, but like you, I mean, it's it's a it's an original part of hip hop. It's the philosophy, and you know, people always wonder why do these kids like rap music so much, right? And my grandmother was watching the box, like on TV, watching Snoop Dogg Damn, you're in, in, in '93. Right you know what I mean? You're like, it and she loved it. She oh, enjoyed yeah. it, and you know, she was you know in her 60s, and you know, but I think what it is about hip hop is it's a culture. It's really a culture, like, and and I see it everywhere. I see it in people that I've met that didn't respect hip hop. People be like, oh, rap music, and they wear their hat to the back, right? Or you know that's cool. Who you think said that's cool or that's dope? First? Right. Who you, who you th- where you think this stuff comes from? Or exactly. what's up? What's up? What do you think that comes from? You know, like everything comes from hip hop, pretty much. Right. And the, the culture of hip hop has changed the whole world because you could go. I went to Japan with Cruz three years ago, and people like they love it. Oh, they big love hip hop. Big over there. They here it's like an afterthought, but. Like, just seeing people dress in a certain way, you know, like, in Tokyo. Like, Tokyo? Like, what do you, like, that's crazy. Like, right. Or in, in rural, the rural parts of Japan, seeing people with Air Force Ones on, you're like, man, that's crazy. Right. Like, and it's transcended, like, music. Rock and roll I, very much is hip-hop. Rock and roll became hip-hop. Yeah. And... You know the the certain people that know who originated rock and roll too. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Uh, so 
it all and you know Little Richard too. Little Richard yeah, was Little very Richard. much, Shouts very out. much, you know, inspires hip hop. You know, like the showmanship, the the move, the crowd, the like. It's all connected. Black music is really all connected, and without black music, I mean, America is like real boring. I mean, honestly. No, word up. I hear it. I hear it. Could you imagine if only thing on the radio was Leonard Skinner? Oh, my God. This would be terrible. But even I hear it now. I hear country music. I hear it taken from hip-hop. Oh, yes. I hear, Don't I even hear give country me st- music oh. taken from hip-hop. Now y'all doing the twang now, twang with the... Now it's like people like country music because they like scared to like hip-hop. But right. then like country music uses like 808s and it's, they like it's just it. spicy enough. yeah you know just what I'm saying? spicy and enough. They, even the cadences when singing like yeah. sounds very r&b now and i'm like who was the guy he was kind of he was kind of country rapper was it jason aldean uh he I might have been one of them I'm not, uh, debated, but like yeah I've, I've heard that yeah i've heard that too. i can't think of the name of the guy but if y'all know put it in the chat please the time is now eight no nine thirty four a.m yeah but it's very uh dope to see music evolve and that's not to say like all music is black music right but like american music without black music is probably like nothing but like i mean you think jazz you think rock and roll you think hip-hop you think blues i mean like ain't no country music without blues exactly so (laughs) and to stick on that point good morning michael johnson good morning to you sir um and i'll come back to cruz this thing about knowledge that must be one of the elements hip-hop he was talking about uh here's the thing I love, you know, one of the things about me, you know, I love metal and I love some rock too. Hell yeah. It is like the line between like blues and rock and then jazz and then classic rock. It is, you know, it's like Oswego and Montgomery. You know, it's you not don't, far. You it's don't not know. Far. Exactly. It's if you far. listen to enough, if you listen to enough James Brown. What? Then I love James Brown. Led what? Zeppelin is not going to be a stretch for And me. I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I love Led Zeppelin, but like, you know, I love rock music, first of all. Let me let me say that. I love, um, I'm more obscure with rock, like, I mean, not obscure. I like, like, Weezer a lot. Oh, don't even. I like, Say uh, it ain't so. Oh, oh, my love is just a heartbreaker. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the, I actually drove around Beverly Hills playing Beverly Hills, and I felt really cool that day. Word up. Word uh, but up. Weezer, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I mean, even when I was younger, I'm going to give a shout out to Lincoln Park. They, people be hating on Lincoln Park, but no, Lincoln Park was important for me when I was growing up, because they had a DJ, and they had a rapper, and I thought that was cool. Right. Not Limp Biscuit though, I never thought Limp Biscuit was cool. Shout no, out to was. you guys that thought Limp Biscuit was cool. <laughs> Except the song with Method Man, though, that Fred Durst and Method Man yeah. song, that was pretty cool. But, um... Yeah, I love I love all kinds of music, and I, I really get that from my father. My father, growing up, he had a lot of like vinyl, mm-hmm. and he had like Prince, uh, all the Prince records. Because my right. father was a big Prince fan, and so am I. R.I.P. Prince. Um, yeah, my father listened to country music. My father listened to jazz music and R and B, and did listen to hip hop. He still listens to hip hop. My yeah. dad just turned sixty. He be he'll be playing J Cole sometimes when you come to the crib. And I'm like, yeah, that's pop. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, my dad is the person who who got me into uh, my um, so Herb Kent. Mm. You know, um, legend. You, you you know, so you were a Chicago brother, so you yeah. you would know. But um, you know. Herb Kent, V103, The Battle of the Bands, The Dusties on Sunday, and my da- that's my whole, that's the essence. That's really the essence. V- V103, let that's me the tell essence. you what that means to a little kid growing up. That's the he, essence. Like, you know you was going to hear some smooth talking. You hear me? Or like just some smooth, ja- smooth jazz. Yeah. Well, I can't forget WNUA 95. 95.5. Oh, my God. WNUA 95.5. Ooh, no sleep. Oh, you God. Know, the time you know, you is now 9.37, huh? You know, if you did. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, Well, we're in a moment. Yeah. We're just in the moment. Yes, we, we are. are 
in the moment. Uh, okay, let's get back to Earth here. Okay, all right. Now, uh, I had some Lip Biscuit albums. Thank you for sharing that cruise. Michael Johnson, the lyrics <laughs> and rhymes of the blues. 60, not old, guys. That's right. Yo, don't be down on LS, Leonard Skinner. Shouts out to you, Norma Peterson. <laughs> I'm Yo, back up on Leonard right. Skinner. Right, right. right. Don't play with him. Exactly. Let don't me, play with yeah, him. Yeah, let me say that, uh, of course, um, because, you know, you get, you get turned on by things that you are not used to. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Leonard Skinner. Shout out to all creatives out there. Shout out to Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. That's my... Oh, that's, yes. Money. I love Pink Floyd. Yes. Um, so I think Cruz was talking about knowledge. He put that in the chat about one of the uh, uh, elements yeah. of hip hop. And when it comes to knowledge, you know, hip hop, rhyming, putting words together, delivery, cadence, staying on time. You you have to be knowledgeable. You yeah. you, you cannot be a dedunt-dedunt. You have to have like, like I look at myself as an almanac. Right, <laughs> like I look, I, I think in my mind, like even freestyling, like I'm able to pull from a multitude of experiences, right, and just pop culture references and like how I'm feeling that day. That's a combination of those things. Like you just uh, say random things. Some things you may have said before. Sometimes you're gonna fall back on a line, like, "Oh, I still got this line in case I don't have any." Oh yeah, there's a couple lines I've been using this since <laughs> I was like ten. <laughs> Like every everybody does that, um, but as far as the knowledge, I feel like for me it was like the ability to feel good about myself as a little black kid. You know what I mean? Like the the ability, to like KRS, like fight the power, like well, KRS. I'm talking about public KRS enemy. and fight the power, but your know, public enemy, fight the power, KRS and Boogie Boogie Down Productions, talking about things about the inner city mm -hmm. and talking about how black people have to unify and. You know, talk about the 400 plus years of oppression through music. That was happening a lot in the early 80s. I mean, the late 80s and early 90s. Right. It was a very stream of consciousness before wokeness. It was like just Afrocentricity, like a lot of African medallions. I remember that when I was a kid. I remember seeing people come around with the kufis on. And yeah, it was Queen very, Latifah, all Latifah. that. It yeah, PM Dawn. It was a very about, you know, that, that wokeness. But... I hate to say the wokeness. Oh, God, that's terrible. But um, it was about, it was about knowledge. And it still is. And I feel like certain people still touch on it. I feel like Cole talks about things like that. So does Kendrick. Um, I mean, a lot of artists still touch on it. So, I mean, sometimes it, I feel like now there's a different hip hop for different modes. Like, I wouldn't go to the club and want to hear Common. Right. I don't go to the club. Don't get me wrong. No, facts. No, I don't. Sometimes facts. I do. I can't even. I end up there on accident. It happens, yeah. You know, oh, I, my sister's having she graduated college. We're going to okay, be here. I'm okay, here. word up. Yeah. Okay, we, 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 out are, yeah. we are in Atlanta on the Thursday. And we, yeah. might, <laughs> we might go to Magic City. I did. Right. I did do that. Yeah. So, I'm going to go home and change real quick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, might, it might happen, but like, I, I wouldn't want to hear certain music in certain settings. Like, I know, like, this week I'm about to go to Mexico, right? Mm hmm. I wouldn't want to hear like a country song in Mexico. No, you know I want to hear like authentic music like, right. of the region. Yeah, and like, chente. Ex exactly. You know, like you don't want to go to the West Coast and listen to Wu Tang. You want to go to the West Coast and hear Snoop Dogg on the radio because right. it hits different. If it, it feels different, it does. I used to it live in San. I lived in California. Different. When you when you get off the plane, you get that dun 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 dun. dun. Like, it's still dre. Like yeah. You're like okay. I, I understand this a lot more. Yeah. Like I remember I went to and I go to Toronto often because Toronto. Shout out to a, Canada. A, a quick drive. Shout from out. Here. I mean, it's not really a quick drive. It's about eight hours. But to me, that's nothing. Anything past eight hours, though, I'm good. Right. But if I could take my car and I'll just show you my passport, and you let me in, and, and then I'm right. eating uh, Jamaican beef patties, and you know, yeah. Anyway, Toronto's a good time. I recommend you go. But uh, yeah, I, listening to music from there, like listening to uh, the weekend there, or listening to Drake there, or listening to Magic Jordan there, it sounds different. The mm -hmm. music from there sounds different in the place where you go to, and that's why I really want. I haven't been to New York. That's high on my list because I want to. I haven't been to New York either, but um, a lot of, so I, you know, Big Mob Deep fan, mm -hmm. Capone and Noriega, Wu-Tang, mm. yes. uh, Cormega, yes. all of that. I'm a, you know, real big, I, that's my East, and it always has been my East Coast music and hip hop and mm -hmm. style. Um, 
I haven't been to New York, like you say, either. So I haven't been able to really immerse myself in the in the scene with right. the music. But, you know, Chicago also has a winter. Yes, yes. We got the L. Yes. I've been coming off the brown line, the green line or something. It's mad rainy, snowy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you hear the mob deep. It fits. Oh, no, that fits it for fits. sure. It New fits. York music fits Chicago well. You know, Chicago is a... Uh, it's like a whole bunch of cities in one, you know. But it's definitely still it's very much its own thing. Yeah. But like, if you look at a movie set in New York and you see a movie set in Chicago, depending on the location, right. it, it could look very similar. Right. You know, or in Toronto too, because they shoot so many movies in Toronto because Toronto looks like, you know, it could be a couple of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's crazy. Like listening to music, listening to music at certain times of the day in certain locations. I mean, maybe if you've been having some libations or maybe you uh, partake in other things, uh, right. you know, it changes the whole dynamic of songs and attaches different memories to them. Like, people always wonder, like, why why does this song hit me so hard? There's some memory in your mind that's attached to it. You yeah. Know, like, some, some, it could be like the first time you met somebody, you remember hearing a song and now it's with you forever. Oh. And you think about that song the rest of your life. And certain shit, you can't even hear it no more. Yeah. Like, I don't even And nothing's worse than a song that. you can't find that, that's attached to a moment. Like, <laughs> man, what was that song yeah. called? I heard it this yep. one time. I can't remember what the song is I called. found a recent song uh, that I, um, actually, I started listening to it. It made me cry. Uh, but uh, there's a song, it's called The Entertainer by Tony Clark. Mm. That song, I can't even listen to it with like other human beings around and shit, because that it just brings up like mad emotions. Like it just hits mad different. Like I'll never forget, like we were listening to it. Well, my I was asleep and we're driving down Martin Luther King Drive. Mm. And I was asleep and I woke up and I remember just looking out the window and it's just like, you know, it's the inner city. Yeah. Just it's the inner city on King Drive. This was like the 19, symptoms are there. Yeah, it's like nineteen ninety three, four, whatever it was. And I remember looking at the just the scene. I'm hearing the music, and I look at my dad, and my dad is driving, and he's, you know, what I'm saying he's yeah. he's with it. You are the entertainer. Yeah. And I'm like, it's it's ugly yeah. outside. But in this car, it's a dope. It's like the most beautiful, uplifting shit. Yes. And I was like, and man, that song, that song has at like I can't even listen to other people to around. I relate to that on a lot of levels. It's man. crazy. That's dope. Tony Clark, the entertainer. I'm gonna have to listen to that. It's a man. It's that. it's an emotional song for me. Uh, the time is 9:45 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Bianca Camargo tells us banda. Is that music we should listen to in Mexico, Bianca? The next time I go, our brother will look it up. Y'all got any bond in here? I'm going to do that. Me no say. You know what? And I want to speak to this a little bit, too. You know, growing up here, the diversity of Aurora, I feel like, is incredible, first of all. And I grew up here in the, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s was my heyday, right? And I didn't know too much about Mexican culture until I was here. And... I think it's very important for people. This is the thing that's really going to stop prejudice, right? We have to be able to have cultural exchange. We have to be able to look at each other's cultures and say, man, that's really cool that you do this. I like that. Let, let me try that. Right. Or, you know, and, and cultural exchange takes place. Like, you know, I'm a rapper, but one thing I want to eventually be is like a black Anthony Bourdain. Right. I want to be somebody that can go to places and help people see, hey, this is how people interact here. Oh, shit. Justin Wise is in Thailand (laughs) right now. And and this is how the culture is here. And this is how the people is here. And, you know, R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain, I think he got that. He talked about, you know, bad political policies in places you know, where he was there. Like, hey, it's really real out here. But the people are lovely. They're beautiful. They, you know, they're they're coming up to you. They're, They're showing you. Their culture, they're, they're giving you their food and yeah. their history. And I feel like we don't have to travel around the world to do that. We could do that here every day. And I do. I right. do. You know, I, I don't I don't just say that. Like, I'm always about, like, cultural exchange. And, and it, it makes us grow as people. No, it, it does. Um, I spent my early years, like, real early years in Harvey. And, like, there Woo! weren't no. many, like, there was, there was only, like, one 
Latino neighborhood, and it was, it. I went to Catholic school when I was a kid, mm. and it was that was like the neighborhood. Right. Uh, Naz, shout out to Marion Nazareth on 158th and Wood Street. Talk. About that it. was it. But then, like, I'd hang out in you know Humble Park every now and then. So, shout out to Humble Park. My whole that was it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like I went overseas, like Panama and all that, and I saw yeah. like people look like you. And that, that, but that they don't speak English. Mind. I'm like, what the hell? Black you know, people speaking Spanish. This is crazy. Seventy percent of Brazil is of African descent. Right. They speak Portuguese. Portuguese. That's what the, that's how they say. I got a friend of mine who lives in Sao Paulo. Hey, yo, man, your words is off the chain right now, man. I do the word of the day. Hold on, bro. You got to <laughs> <laughs> slow down with the slow down with the vocabulary, dog. <laughs> 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 that's what's up. Though. You know, you know, I, I, I'm culture, man. I'm a man of culture. That's what's up. I went to a. Uh, <laughs> I went to a quinceanera when I was 14, mm-hmm. and it was wild because, you know, I was a dating my daughter. You know, I was the black kid that came to the quinceanera so right. on the east side of Aurora in, like, what, 2003, mm-hmm. 2002? So, yeah, it started off one way. Right. Ended a completely different way. Right. Ended up, I shouldn't have been drinking, but I had some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I might have had some shots for her dad. Shout out to him. Had a king say it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it was, you know, and that's what it's about. It's about people create barriers. The like, I don't want to say the media because you are the media, but in some ways, media and sometimes and sometimes it's it's passed down. Sure, you know, from one person to another person. My father always told me, you know, if I would have told you that this remote was God when you were a little kid, you would have believed that this remote was God when you're like 25 years old. I'm like, damn, that's messed up. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's like, so imagine telling somebody, hey, don't trust these people or, you know, and, and that goes for us, too. You know, like mm-hmm. because of, you know, certain situations in the streets, people end up looking at each other in ways they should not. And. The moment, the moment that's let go, like that's why now in Aurora is so beautiful. I see so many biracial kids, you know, mm-hmm. between you know blacks and Latinos, and you know, and black and white people, and Mexican and white people, like, cause life, like the idea of race is like so crazy because like it's not about race, it's about culture, it's about cultural exchange, it's not about the color of our skin, it's about us, like, man, like. I, I could talk to somebody about Pink Floyd. Somebody could talk to me about, you know, a certain dish because I love food. I love all food. That's that's why that's why I'm probably such a, a cultural person because I love food. Right. Like I'll go to your neighborhood for some oh, food. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Ecuadorian? What? You yeah. said? You said, said papusas? You got right. some papusas here today? Oh, we pulling up. Oh, we pulling up for that. We pulling up for the sopas. Yeah, we need that. Jennifer Ryan Maiden says, "I still have family in Humble Park. That's what's up." Um, I'm parked on a check in. Yeah, we'll check in. Yeah, yeah, division. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nora Peterson says, Preach, thank you very much, Nora Peterson. The time is 9 50 a.m., and we are here with our good friend Just Wise of Highest Low. So, what's next for Highest Low and Just Wise? So, Project dropped November 5th. It's going to be on all DSPs. It's eight songs. Uh, my boy Cruz Ocho is on there. Um, my friend Matt Audio Dope did all the production. He also recently dropped a project called Gifts From um, that I'm also featured on. Um, it's his first project. Um, it's all instrumentals and different local artists on it. Um, and it, it definitely uh, was something I was happy to be a part of as well. Um, as far as for me, I will be playing a show in December here in Aurora, which is a rarity because it's, it can be hard <laughs> to do music things here sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will be at uh, McCarty Mills, actually, of all places. So, Word up. Yes, when is that? That is going to be in December, uh, a date TBA, but I believe it is going to be December 3rd. But the date is TBA. Uh, I will also be having a listening party on Monday for my project at Classic Studios. Um, however, it is a very limited capacity, so I can't really invite y'all. I'm so sorry. What? 
I really would really. I mean, I can invite you. I'm about to say, we oh, you invited me to come out. Yeah, yeah. Say, we're limited space. Monica, 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 yeah, you, you can come too. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. We're, yeah, gonna, we're gonna great. have we're gonna have assorted alcohols. So we're gonna have pizza. It'll be a good time. But yeah. um, it's it's just very limited space. Or so I would invite all the beautiful people out there. Right. Um, <laughs> but but there will be a, a album release party shortly afterwards, and I will be releasing some merch. Um, a friend of mine did the album cover for my project. His name is Terrible Tony. You can find him on Instagram. Um, he's an incredible artist from South Bend, Indiana. And um, <laughs> South Bend, yes. Indiana. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. What a. All right. Anyway, go on. Yes. Yes. But uh, he did an incredible art for this project, and I'm, I was very lucky to work with him. We'll be working on some merch together soon as well. Um, so yeah, that's about it. There is another higher slow project we will be starting soon. I can't talk about that right now. Okay, but, no word up. We'll, <laughs> but we're gonna get to that soon. Exclusive. <laughs> All right, very good. Um, okay, nine fifty three a.m. So I want to plug in something real quick. I got a little piece of news. Take me to a commercial, Monica, if you would, just for a brief moment. Uh, let you guys know that today the city of aurora community services engagement team is presenting the sage crest family fest that's going to be uh from noon to 3 p.m 827 north lake street in the back parking lot uh special guests would be aurora's very own apd chief keith cross and spider-man oh snap uh see if you qualify for a free sky elite tablet bring the whole family out for music food fun and activities. There will be a bounce house, costumes are optional, free pizza, hot dogs, and hamburgers. There will also be raffle prizes for children and adults. Our dear friends of the Neighbor Project, which is the premier housing organization in Aurora, uh, will be doing much more stuff with the community services and engagement team. So please keep your eyes peeled for that. The time is now 9.54 a.m. and you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Norma Peterson, thank you very much. For mentioning the GAMS get-together, I would be remiss, not the word of the day, superlative is the, is, is the word of the day, I would be remiss not to mention that. November 7th, which is a Sunday, the greatest gathering of human beings, possibly since the first time brothers got together in a cipher, will be happening at 24 North Broadway, which is Tavern on Broadway. We will be interviewing Tracy Duran, local Aurora author and historian. She'll be having uh, some great Aurora stuff, historical stuff for you guys to look at, touch and feel, uh, some items and some collectibles. That'll be from uh, 10 a.m. to noon, and then from noon to 1 p.m. will be networking. $4 mimosas the whole time. Come on out for a good time and a good show, and uh, be sure to support local. All right. I love it. All right. So we've got five more minutes. Um, want these bars? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, Hold on. Because we got an instrumental in there. Hold on. <laughs> hold up. Yeah, we, yeah, we want them bars. Hold on. I know we got an instrumental in here somewhere. Um, let me see. Yo, can you flow to this? I like that though. Yeah, that's the that's the yeah, that's, you know that's that's when you're getting ready, you putting your shirt on, you ironing something real quick, getting a cup of coffee. Yeah, that could play. How about this? We're gonna see if we can get some bars real quick, y'all. We're gonna we don't we, we see gotta, what I can do. We're gonna see. I'm gonna wrap over some horns today. That's a good thing. Uh, I like horns. Okay. All, All right. I got on this computer. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. I'm going to try not to use cuss words. All right, bet them up. How does it feel to be losing and winning? I mean, how you gonna run in place and be going the distance? I mean, you gonna say the same thing and say that it's different. If I'm popular, God, I just make up with persistence. Call me whatever you want. I'm just a brother with vision. Man, these brothers be tripping. I'm more intellect driven. Rappers all about dividends, but I'm gonna need my divvy when you split the percentages. My sentences like sentences to a prison bed. Take a look at this. Giant in the room, use the fire in my soul to supply you with the boom. Explosive, sickness, what's the diagnosis? All that I could hope is. I'm the one is chosen so y'all can do whatever it will never leave me broken god is awoken the floodgates is open pandemonium soon as i step up to the podium here we go again uh. here we go again i'm not even gonna try to just flow again i, I know i win and we never lose 
what do you choose? Don't ever try to abuse your whole self and life. Husband or wife, mm -hmm. spoon or knife, life is trife. Let me get off this mic. Maybe some chopsticks, hold up, I got this. Off of the top, I kicked the rent in, but it's cool because I spit it off the top when I be doing it with this music thing. I'm not new to it. I'm quite true to it. True blue to it. You blues clues with it. Ooh. Not true though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was tough. <laughs> All right. You know what? Because I'm, I'm not even going to try to carry that. Thank you very much. That was, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was absolutely wonderful. Got busy to that little beat, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Got to have something. Right. Talk, but, that's, but that's, uh, so maybe one of the other elements of, of um, hip hop is creativity. Right. You have to you have to be creative. You know, I'm getting into the acting world, um, and I feel like hip hop is gonna help me so much with that. Oh yeah! Like I'm shooting a small film in Iowa actually next month for a couple of days. Um, it's gonna be called Ghost Puncher. Look out for that. It's actually got some actors coming from LA to Iowa to shoot it. And I don't know, a friend of mine reached out to me, and I was like. You, they was like, we'll pay you. You want to do this? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, word up. I always want to <laughs> act in it. Actually, I, got, I was born the same day as Denzel. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, put me in the game, coach. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so it's uh, it's 9.58. So uh, the show ends on a positive note. Mm. What is your message um, for everybody, but what's your message to the hip-hop community? Hmm. My message to the hip-hop community is don't get stagnant. Try new things. Remember that you're making an art regardless of how people perceive it to be. Certain people will look at it as art. Certain people won't. But I feel is, you know, an MC is just as much of an artist as a guitar player or a trained vocalist or, mm -hmm. you know, anything like that. It all depends on how serious you take your craft. If you take your craft seriously, people will take your craft seriously. If you, if you play with it and you joke with it, people will take it as a joke. Um, and then, you know, I want to just give a message to Aurora. Aurora, I love y'all. You know, I love being from here. I love seeing people in the street that I went to school with and seeing their kids now. And I love hearing stories from people like, I remember when you was rapping in the hallway. I, I remember right. when you was doing this show in here in Aurora in 2010 or something. I love to hear it. And I, I just love to see people in Aurora looking happier. I feel like Aurora has a happiness to it right now that's beautiful to see regardless of, you know, anything that's happened here. And it's, it's just beautiful to see people getting along and the city growing because the city is growing for sure. Yeah, it is. Uh, the city is growing. The people are coming up. The people are developing, and we are all, uh, you know, we all blessed, man. We all just, you know, we're we're doing something. I feel like I personally feel like the flood. Not well. Let me let me start over because I I I don't feel like the floodgates are open because not that quite, yeah. that would assume that hey, it's open. Anybody want to no? I think that more people have their personal floodgates open. Exactly, they're more because. Aurora is going to get to a point, and mark my words, Aurora is going to get to a point where we're like Oakland. Where, where we're going to be I'm like short. I'm a too short fan, though, too. We're yeah. going to be like Buffalo right. or Oakland because it's 200,000 people. Like, people always go, oh, it's, just like, it's not really a suburb. It's not, right. it's not that. You, it has a culture. It has a feeling, and it has a vibe. You could go almost any place outside Chicago, you know, that's right outside the city, you don't really get that. You know, right. there's almost like a way of being that's very Aurora to me. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and and I lean on it often and it's helped me a lot in my life. So I appreciate Aurora forever. Good morning to you, Josue Pais. Good to see you, my brother. All right. The time is now 10.01 a.m. Uh, this was a great interview, man. Good episode. Thank you, Thank you for Thank doing you, this. With us, Thank you for having me. Yeah, Thank no problem. Me. I look no forward problem. to coming back. I no look forward problem. to coming yeah, back. Yeah, we, we look forward to having you back. Um, so, Delusions of Grandeur. Yes. Excuse me, that's dropping uh, November 5th. It'll be eight songs by our friend Just yes. Wise here. Yes. Um, shout out to Cruz Ocho. Shout out to the whole highest low. My bro, uh, sure. Maker, 
Matt Audio, all y'all, and Mr. Lambert at Jewel Middle School. That's what's Shout up. Shout out to him too, yes. Um, we appreciate it, you guys. Go on out and have some fun today for uh, Halloween. Get your trick-or-treat on. Once again, as Monica mentioned, uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. is the Alive Teen Center's Pet Parade that's taking place in downtown. There is a route that's marked. Um, and also from 1 to 3 is the Downtown Aurora Trick-or-Treating. Go to the G-A-R. Some Get of the there. coolest stuff you've ever seen is going to be happening at the GAR. Uh, and that's it. We will see you guys back here Monday on the second largest city's first day of news podcast. Take care of yourself and each other. Peace. Peace. Peace.